It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Our regular counsellor on the show, Joe Heffernan, joins us as he usually does on a Tuesday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Joe. Good afternoon, Jean-Paul. And How you're are well? You? I'm fine, yourself? Not too bad. That's yeah. good. Now, something we've been discussing, Joe, and I suppose it's come up with different surveys over the last while. We were discussing a survey today on people, how they would like to work maybe two days a week from home now, rather than going into the office every day uh, for when offices return in full. Some of them have, some of them are still about to. But it has opened up the debate about how people dealt with the last few months. And something that has come out is that seemingly some people, and not all, but some, have drank more over the last number of months. And we've seen a survey of two thirds of men drinking to cope with the lockdown. Uh, That was in a survey over the last few months. But also, it seems people are using drink to de-stress as well, Joe. And you'd be fearful maybe in the future because people have got used now to drinking at home that they might drink more uh, to de-stress because of the convenience of it that they have learned over the last few months. Absolutely. Um, I suppose what becomes a habit can become a problem. Um, uh, two-thirds of men, apparently, according to this drink-aware um, uh, survey. Now, this was way back, um, uh, you know, this was back in June. Mm. Um, uh, two-thirds of men were drinking uh, more to cope with the lockdown. Now, what they were coping with was um, feelings of loneliness, anxiety, and boredom. Um, and uh, uh, another survey that was done um, again very early on, um, it was from April the 6th to May the 3rd, 2020, um, uh, it showed that um, 22% of Irish people have increased their alcohol consumption during lockdown. <laughs> Excuse me. The rise was sharpest in young adults with more than 30% in the 18 to 44 age group reporting a rise in alcohol use. And one of the more alarming um, forecasts was uh, that communities and public health experts are, were warning that the Irish economy, health and social services will face a tsunami of alcohol-related problems in the wake of the coronavirus. And they're very big, strong words like a tsunami of alcohol-related problems. So if uh, that were to be true, 
well then, it's good that we would talk about it and, you know, that we would get it into our awareness. Yeah, and why do you think, Joe, from your own experience, uh, are people, I know they would have maybe turned to alcohol more because you weren't able to go out and then maybe it was in the house and because people were buying more alcohol, there was more of it in their homes. Maybe that could be one example. I'm not too sure. But why do you think that is that all of a sudden uh, people are turning more to alcohol? Apart from the issue of, you know, being locked up and the whole issue of anxiety and and all of that. Well, I I suppose in a way, um, uh, it's a way of medicating uncomfortable feelings. Um, For example, if a person develops an alcohol problem and they go to either a a therapist one-to-one or or into a treatment centre, you know, there's very little time really spent talking about how many drinks did you drink during a day? How many days in the week did you drink? Th- that's kind of preliminary. That um, uh, that kind of assessment um, is done uh, initially. But what comes up then are uh, the why part of the uh, alcohol problem. In other words, like, we'll say that the actual alcohol consumption is the tip of the iceberg. It's the symptom of many, many underlying issues. And that's what needs to be sussed out. Now, there's also, um, you know, um, uh, a school of thought that would say that there is a genetic factor um in my own um work down through the years um i i would have often said to a person and you know were there many uh, were there other people in the family with an alcohol problem and often you'd hear about oh yes my uncles um uh it mightn't be immediate it might it mightn't be like my dad my mam it might be my um i had i had two uncles and an aunt and they were always recognised as having a problem with alcohol. So um, uh, what I'm getting at there is that, I mean, there can be a genetic factor, but usually um, the factors are more experiential in the person's life. Um, We often hear there, um, we regularly hear, uh, in court cases where there has been abuse in a person's past, um, uh, we often hear that the victim, now hopefully survivor, um, uh, has had a problem in his or her life with alcohol and or drugs. Um, and that would be to uh, an inappropriate way of dealing with the hurt that has been sustained in the um, in in the abuse that took place. Um, it can be uh, very clear, clear abuse, or it can be, you know, um, uh, over-critical parents even, or over-critical teachers, or uh, teachers who were sarcastic, or, uh, you know, uh, the kind of things that will leave a mark. Yeah. So, 
that they're using the drink then to kind of suppress those feelings or forget about what was said that day or and how they were dealt with physical or mentally? Yeah, or, or to cope socially. Um, there might be, uh, there would be um, maybe low self-esteem um, giving rise to a sort of social anxiety. You know, what we'll call shyness. Um I, I remember well back in the days of, um, you know, Brendan Boyer, R.I.P., um, uh, Brendan O'Brien, uh, R.I.P., um, back in the show band days, yeah. that um, going to the likes of Red Barn and the Majestic and all of that, that um, as young guys, I mean, there would be a, a, a certain amount of shyness. And uh, many of us had the few points um to kind of have the Dutch courage to, um, you know, to approach um, uh, a girl at the dance, um, uh, to, to, to ask her out to dance and that. And um, with many of us then, including myself, um, that escalated into becoming uh, a problem. Um, but the root of it would have been uh, those kind of issues uh, back then. Um so the the COVID nineteen um, anxieties then, uh, I mean, one can kind of readily um, make the connection between the fear, the anxiety, uh, I suppose as well the 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 loneliness, um, uh, and and boredom. I I think some of the figures are a bit misleading, like. It does say in in one of our surveys that um, April to May 2020 saw take-home alcohol sales reach 184.5 million, the highest spend in three years of data about that. Um, There's a total of 342.5 million was spent on alcohol during the lockdown. But if you think about it... um, that could be a bit misleading in the sense that the take-home alcohol sales were bound to be bigger. Yeah, with all the pubs closed. The pubs were closed. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's a very good point indeed. And and also on that particular survey, and we we, we how people are dealing uh, and coping with situations. And you mentioned there about stress as well. For for many. And I just see a text here from a person who doesn't want the name read out, but said, I have found since the lockdown and going back to work, uh, I found it very hard because at least when I was at home, I felt I could juggle time more. Uh, but now that I have to leave the house, commute and back again, I'm back to the rush and the daily rush of trying to get back and trying to find time to spend with the children and all of that. But by the end of the evening, uh, this text is basically saying to wind down, she has a glass of wine. But is that something that she and others need to look at now and uh, how much I suppose drink they're having each week or, or every night when they're back in that situation of the rat race I suppose you could call it Joe yeah yeah and people are talking now about I, I think the term being used is sort of re-entry anxiety um, there was a certain safety in the lockdown um, in the sense we'll say now the older people who were uh, asked to do this cocooning thing well I mean Basically, provided you stayed inside, even though this was, you know, not one bit pleasant to be stuck with that for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. But you knew you were safe. Um, uh, you know, the virus wasn't going to jump in the window and, and get you. 
kind of thing. But there is a certain anxiety now with the with, with the re-entry into um, uh, society. Um, you know, should I? Well, the 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 answer is yes. Wear a mask. Um, am I okay? in the supermarket. Um, oh my God, I was in the queue the other day and somebody came right up beside me. I could feel them within, um, you know, kind of like two inches of me instead of two meters. And these are scares and um, and they're scares that one didn't have to endure um, during the, 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 the lockdown. Um, so that there's a certain... The, there's a certain re-entry thing. Um, uh, soldiers coming back from areas of um, danger, um, uh, the, the most typical of all, of course, was the PTSD, mm. um, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder in um, veterans returning from Vietnam. But, um, you know, we've had our own people as well in the Lebanon and places like that where life was no picnic whatsoever. And um, there can be post-traumatic stress. And I think we're going to endure some of that. Um, Now, post-traumatic stress is one thing. But if it becomes post-traumatic stress disorder, then it becomes embedded. And um, uh, I think there'll be a lot of therapy needed and done in that area when this is over. Especially, I think, for frontline workers. Because, you know... They're, they're at the front line of the battle every day. Their lives are in danger, or their health is in danger, I should say, um, every time they go to work. So um, in all of that kind of scenario then, it kind of um, would be um, logical to think that, uh, that medicating all that kind of anxiety um, would... Uh, W- w- would happen and like, that the medication of that then uh, possibly for some not all but possibly for some could be turning to drink and drinking more than they would have uh, on a daily basis yeah. and I think as well Joe there as you mentioned uh, that the frontline workers I think mental health is going to be a big issue as well going forward uh, for people outside uh, of everything else going on and that could lead also to people uh, increasing their alcohol take for various reasons for the moment Joe we'll leave it there thanks for joining us and we'll chat to you again next week uh, on this uh, thank you Joe Thank you, JP. Thanks, Joe. That's Joe Heffernan there, who's an accredited counsellor based in Boerbui. And if you want more information, you can call him on 029-76617. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.